T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Absolutely devastating. I mean, devastating piece in the Columbia Journalism Review. Columbia Journalism Review, a liberal journalism think tank, created to boost liberals in journalism. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my phone's going off here. Um, my apologies. We've all had that happen to us. Um, yeah, so they put out a piece. It's a postmortem on Russia coverage. Oh, interesting. Right? It's a postmortem on the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, ABC, CBS, mainly on their, their coverage of um, Russiagate. Mm-hmm. From the beginning. Let me um, summarize. It was devastating to those publications. They describe an absolute breakdown in journalistic standards that allowed this Russia story, which they admit was totally untrue, to take hold, take root, and become the main narrative of those years. Wow, that's some actual honesty from a liberal publication. You'll never hear anything about it. No, of course not. Um, They particularly focus on the New York Times. They do that because they feel that the New York Times led the coverage, right? Yeah, as they usually do on anything that uh, is an attack on a conservative or Republican. Right, so what we're talking about here, um, and, and let me just summarize it. There was no Russia collusion. There was no Russian influence. There were no Russian bots. There was no Russian disinformation. There was no Russian interference. And there was no Russian hacking. Gee, where have we heard that before, Tara? I know, on this show. Yeah, exactly. From the beginning. For years. For years. For years. Literally years. And and let's go back and do, because you of all people, Lee, I was thinking about you this morning, would know this, okay? This wasn't a story or a a series, the New York Times and New York Washington Post, that 
this was day in. Yeah. Oh, day yeah. out. Constant. Day in and day out. Yeah. On and on and on. Grinding and grinding and grinding. I'll never forget the analysis by Newsbusters. It's not on their site anymore because um, I wanted to post it. Where on average, 60% of CNN's coverage was Russia collusion. 60% yep. of coverage. One of their story. Newscast. One story. story. Some aspect 60% of, it. of their coverage. Trump, Russia, Russia collusion, Trump, uh, in, you know, Russia influence. Russia. None of it happened. None of it. It was all a lie. I'm actually shocked. The thing, I think this is really the biggest story going and it's barely getting any attention. Um, I, I'm actually shocked that the Russians aren't trying to influence our elections. I had always assumed there was at least a small grain of truth there because, I mean, Russia... And us, we are the best in the world at psychological operations. We absolutely are in the countries we want to influence. You see this um, with Russia going all the way back to Vietnam, okay? Um, Incredible psychological operations in these countries, setting up voters to vote for governments they want. We are countering them with our psyops in these countries. The CIA is going in and we're doing this. We're trying to get governments we like elected. There's been books written about it. It's not a conspiracy. I mean, we and they are the best in the world. I thought that Russia would still be operating these these psychological operations on our population. They are not. That is what is so shocking. They're not. And to me, the, the best proof of that comes from Twitter, from the Twitter files, where, again, Joel Roth, a liberal gay Democrat man who resigned over Elon Musk buying Twitter. He was so upset. And we have his internal communications admitting we can't find Russian bots. There is no Russian disinformation. They're not trying to influence our election. He was actually angry um, because uh, the, the accounts that the CIA, the FBI, the NSA were telling us, and then the political class were telling us was Russian information, disinformation, Russian influence. They were conservatives. There weren't any Russian bots. They went looking for them. There's all kinds of information on that because, um, you know, Twitter was very perturbed. Yo Roth was very angry because Twitter was being painted by the Washington Post, New York Times, and the others um, as allowing these Russian bots, allowing this election interference under his watch. And they went looking for Russian accounts. All they could find was some defunct spam accounts that hadn't been active for years. They took those down to try to make the FBI happy. And even those weren't influencing elections. Those were more phishing scams um, by individual Russians who might or might not have been, you know, criminally oriented. They weren't Kremlin oriented. So why is the Columbia Journalism Review admitting? Let me let me just say this again because it's so powerful. I want you to understand. Why am I talking about Russia? I want you to understand the grip they have on our minds and how bad it's gotten in terms of them creating fake enemies, fake threats, fake things in order to give themselves the ability to then do what, Lee? Go in and censor. Who? The conservatives, the freedom-loving, those who just don't want them on their backs, all under the guise of Russian disinformation, which never happened. So the ver- Never happened. The very basis for the actions on which they are taking to take the First Amendment rights of American citizens away was a complete falsehood. Total lie. Yeah. So why is the Columbia Journalism Review itself? Oh, by the way, they even admit that the Pulitzers were won 
for fake reports. Well, yeah, we. That's, they, they actually that admit that that the Pulitzer. They don't say ago. they should yeah. be given back, but that's clear. That wow, we journalism. They're saying is so broken. We are winning Pulitzers for fake. Because remember, the New York Times, Washington Post share one for Russiagate. We're winning Pulitzers for stories that were absolutely inaccurate. Why are they admitting this? Oh, they're good people. <laughs> no. 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 No, 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 no. They're admitting this to get ahead of the Twitter files. Because the Twitter files are showing us it is ripping the scab open. It is throwing the doors open at Twitter and showing there is no Russian influence. There are no Russian bots. This is a similar tactic that the Biden administration is using on the document scandal. Yes, and we're going to get to that in a minute because all of this is connected. It is all the same story. So the Columbia Journalism Review, which has lauded and praised and held journalism conferences, inviting the world's journalists to come in and learn how did the amazing Washington Post, New York Times, do this wonderful Russian reporting. They are on the line. They have praised it. They have awarded it. They themselves have, have given out awards that should be retracted for this. So this is why they're walking it back. They're just jettisoning, the, jettisoning this coverage that they were so deeply involved in as well and saying, oh, mea culpa, journalism got it wrong. Wow, it's broken. Um, no, it's what's called lying. And the first step in lying, by the way, they sound like me. This is a multi, you know, part series of Columbia Journalism Review. You know what they said the problem was? One of the things that led to the, the mainstream media getting Russiagate wrong. Again, there is no Russiagate. There's no Russia hoax. There's yeah. no Russian disinformation. There was no Russian election interference. And there was no Russian hacking. All fake. All fake. How do we get here? Lee, I've been saying this for years as a journalist myself. They said, well, the problem is um, journalists are beginning to rely on single anonymous sources right. in the intelligence community who won't put their name on it. Bingo. That's what I said. Which a are most likely leaks from Democrat operatives. Yes. And the FBI itself is a Democrat operative. Well, they just yeah. make stuff up. And I'm, hey, maybe we should start corroborating stuff. Yes. Okay. Because when I started in journalism, it was this way for me, but also... Um, across, you know, uptown at the Charlotte Observer. Nobody in their right mind published a story based on one anonymous source at all. If you had one anonymous source not willing to go on a record, that was good enough to take that source to your editor and argue for more time, which is money, right? Time is money. They're paying you. More time to pursue a story. And my editor would limit me, okay, limit me, okay, and I would tell him who my source was. Your editor always knows your source, right? Okay, so John Smith is saying this is going on in city government, but he won't come out and he won't give us documents. I'm going to give you two weeks to get another source, or we're going to have to let go of this because we don't want to spend any more time on it, right? That's how journalism was done. Now they skip all that. No need for additional sources. No need for documents. No need for proof. Just throw it out there because it makes a Republican look bad. So they are saying, Lee, at the Columbia Journalism Review, what I have been saying. This is how the media lies. I'm going to spell it out. They lie. They're like, oh, I got some guy at the FBI. Well, he's a liar. Well, who cares? It makes Trump look bad. It'll sell my book. And that's what we're doing. Columbia Journalism has just said what your humble host has been telling you for two years now. So it's come full circle, and this is the day I take credit. I got it all right. All of it. And if you've been listening that long, you were not misinformed by me which is a good reason to keep it tuned right here. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.